0: Welcome back to the Dynasty Run. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business. Excited for another fantastic podcast episode. Dare I say a fire podcast episode. I'm joined as always by my faithful co-host. We got Nate Christian and Chevin Nooney. Gentlemen, how are we this evening?
2: I mean, we couldn't be better. You know, the Bears decide they want to spoil the news of we're going to keep Justin Fields. I can't believe it. It blew my mind, made my week. I just, I'm in shock the Bears could make a decision like that. Mm, good on should. them. Good on Great
0: them. Great move to make.
2: Yeah. Solid.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't hate it. Now we just need Lamar to get signed back, and we're got God,
1: that would be just, that would be really nice. I could just take a lot of pressure off you know, my daily stress. I don't get stressed about a lot of stuff, but. Lamar Jackson signing a contract with the Baltimore Ravens. That is one thing that does stress me out. Full yeah. chub mode for Nate once that happens. That's tell you got mm. we, uh,
0: Well, we did just steal a coordinator from the Bears, or I guess he was a position coach. He our new defensive coordinator. I don't know. Missed that one. But now we have a defensive coordinator that blitzes 1% more than the defensive coordinator we had that didn't blitz enough. So that's fantastic.
2: Nice. Should work out. Can't improvement.
0: Wait. That's going to be great. So they're like, look what he did with Robert Quinn two years ago. And I was like, well, that's unsettling. So, hey, we have a lot of new people been tuning in lately. I know because I check the number every 30 to 40 minutes. So just want to say thank you to all of our new listeners. If you could be so kind to go on, give us a beautiful review on Apple Podcasts, because according to the podcast world, Apple is the only one that actually matters for some reason. So go ahead. A nice review would be fantastic. It definitely helps the podcast grow. The more we grow, the more we can do for you. You know, things like that are easy, but there are things that are tough, especially mm-hmm. in this game. So today we're going to be talking about tough dynasty decisions, playing a little game of buy, sell, hold. Now that comes with a caveat. Okay. We're going to be looking at this. Each of us picked one one situation that a team is in. Okay. So we will be looking at it from the same lens throughout the entire exercise. So here's how it's going to go. And I will gently and casually remind you, Sean, throughout the remainder of the episode, Chev is going to be a rebuilding team. I'm going to fit right in and be a fringe playoff team, which many of my rosters are. And Nate, the champion, is going to be, well, there you go. He's going to be the champion, especially in the Fantasy Gazette League, man. That was a Ooh. nice one to win, wasn't it? That was nice to win. Thank you, Mike. No money? Hey, look, we, we co-owned that team. Let's be real. Yeah. We both drafted. Okay, that was not just me. That was not just you. That was both of us. No money, but that was all pride.
1: I need I to use my uh, tweets that I won. You oh,
0: won tweets? Was I not paying attention?
1: Did you, were you not paying attention? We won the fact... Oh, my gosh, Mike. I
0: God. know we won the league, but... We, were, are we-,
1: we, we won the fact that we can basically choose three tweets that the Fantasy Gazette will make. Wow. We can become the authors of three tweets.
0: I don't think they need any help with that. <laughs>
1: no, that's incredible Mike, power. Like You got talent, though.
0: I'm good at hating people i wouldn't know if that's really a good time
1: hey we need a nate gary <laughs> fantasy gazette tweet come on no. come on mike we i don't mean, want to do that to all, all the people
0: that subscribe to the fantasy gazette but listen you know what the fantasy gazette if you're not following them on twitter and you want some satire it is satire people they're like the onion of fantasy football except all with sports <laughs> except they're they have relevance um yeah, definitely go follow them. And while you're on Twitter, go ahead and follow us. And you know what? While you're clicking stuff, head on over to YouTube. Click subscribe there. And just one more. Break out your credit card and head on over to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. just had my good friend Mike Girardi sign up today. I don't think he's related to Joe Girardi. We don't know. Um, but he signed up today. There's three different tiers. $1 gets you support and in the Discord. $5 gets you that in Bonus podcast and ten dollars gets you all that and rankings and the five and ten dollars tiers both get written content. Sean is staring daggers at me to make sure I got my tiers correct. Yeah, she knows wow. just no Patreon before, so definitely okay. go over there, show some support if you like, and let's get back to it. So again, Chev is rebuilding. I am the fringe playoff team, and Nate is the champion. So scenario number one. Chev, we're going to start with you. We're going to keep the same order throughout. And what are you doing in a super flex league? Give me your buy, sell, hold. Najee Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and the 106.
2: Yeah, and these are two running backs that, you know, Najee didn't have his best year. Ramondre had an incredible year. I really do not trust the Patriots running backs ever. I was wanting to buy Ramondre to make a run at the championship this last year, but now I'm trying to sell him and get out from under him. So he's going to be my sell. I'm going to h- buy Najee Harris. I think last year he didn't have the greatest season. I know he had a great finish to the season, but I think a lot of people are down on that offense, especially with Matt Canada coming back. So I'm going to try to buy Najee Harris. I know he's probably going to be a little bit expensive. If I had the choice, I would sell both, but we don't have that choice here. now I'm just going to hold on to the 106. I think the 106 will give us a good pick. Give us a a running back or a wide receiver of our choice. Who knows? Maybe a quarterback slips there that we can go get as a rebuilding team. Even I can even see holding Najee and just buying the 106. The 106 could possibly be cheaper at this point. So that's probably the way I'd go. I would hold Najee, sell Ramondre, and buy the 106.
0: Okay. All right, great. So that's from a rebuilding perspective. Now for me, on the cusp, on the precipice, is that the right word, Nate? Sure. Okay, great. Um, So what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to sell the 106. Let's go all in. Now, if that pick was a little bit higher, I think I would be holding on to it. I'm going to sell the 106, and hopefully I'm going to buy Najee Harris with that pick. Okay? So selling the 106, buying Najee Harris. I'm going to hold on to Ramondre Stevenson. I don't think the value that you can get for him as a fringe playoff team is really going to do much, but I want Ramondre Stevenson on my roster. Now, that being said, if I'm a fringe playoff team, okay, Sean, did I have it right? Okay, thank you. (laughs) If I'm a fringe playoff team and I could see myself slipping out of contention, then Ramondre Stevenson is a guy that I would consider selling. Get out from under him. So again, selling the 106, buying Najee Harris and holding Ramondre Stevenson. And let's go to the champion himself. Nate, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm really excited because I'm going for the three-peat here. You know, I've won the last two championships. I like having you guys in my league. I appreciate the money in the bank account, okay? So, once again, I'm the champion here, okay? Champion, two-time champion. Okay. I I am buying Najee Harris because I think Najee Harris, you know, he came in as the RB11. At the end of the season. And if you remember the beginning, the first half of the season, everyone was down in Najee. They were like, hey, look at this guy. He's not that good. He's just a volume guy. Well, it's because he had a plate in his foot and he – yeah, it was really hard to run when he had like a Liz Frank injury just about. So the second half of the season, when he got that plate out of his foot, looked like a completely different guy, had that explosion back. And the back half of the season was one of the top running backs in fantasy football in the league. He's in an offense that stays the same. Matt Canada is still not fired. It's not a good thing that he's there, but it's not a bad thing that he stayed. So I think that this offense is better than the guy I'm going to hold on to, which is Ramondre Stevenson. Um, You know, the Patriots offense, they love Ramondre Stevenson. Ramondre Stevenson is versatile. He gets a lot of points through the air, as well as breaking off big plays and getting the touchdowns. But the Patriots offense isn't very good. I don't think that they're going to be in a lot of favorable situations very often for Ramondre Stevenson to ram the ball into the end zone and get you those touchdowns. So, but, I'm going to hold on to him because he was the RB7 last year, and he's going to help me repeat. And then with the 106, I think that's kind of – at the 106, we're kind of falling off the first tier or two in the rookie draft. So at that point, I'm selling the 106. So I'm going to be buying Najee Harris, who I think is cheaper than Ramondre Stevenson um, at times. I'm going to be holding on to Ramondre Stevenson because he's a guy that I'm not as big a fan of as Najee Harris, but I'm not willing to sell because I know he can get me fantasy points, and I'm selling the 106. Because I think there's a tier drop off after the 105.
0: All right, perfect. Neat. Thank you very much. So let's go to our next scenario here. And this is scenario number two. In Superflex, again, Superflex, all these are going to be Superflex, but I'll remind you because I like doing that. Buy, sell, hold, Chev, DK Metcalf, Travis Etienne. Or the 102. This I'm looking at this one. This was really tough. Yeah. At least for me. But what do you think, Chef?
2: Yeah, this is a tough one. I, I think you gotta hold on to DK Metcalf. We gotta hang on to the young wide receivers that just get passes thrown to them. They make plays. I mean, is he the most consistent? Maybe not, but he's a guy that I think we can build around and keep it on our team and be happy with. Uh, so that's gonna be my hold. I'm going to – oh, man, this actually sucks really bad. It's a uh, tough one. It's a tough wow. one, yeah. Maybe I have to switch that up. Uh, no, we're going to stick with it. I'm going to – I'm going to sell uh, God, Travis Etienne. I'm going to sell Travis Etienne. I think that Jaguars offense has gotten better. Uh, they're obviously adding a lot of talent in the passing game. Travis Etienne, sometimes, you know, we just lost him in games. He would come out strong, and then he would just fade away. Or he would just come out weak and fade away during the whole game. Like, I just think now is the time, as a rebuilding team, maybe to reap the profits off that. I'm sure you can get a good uh, ransom for him. Definitely can get a first at least. And I oh – God, dude, this sucks, actually. <laughs> I have to buy the 102 now. So, maybe I'm way off
1: on this. Hey, I mean the one oh two is easier to buy than the one oh one by a large amount. So I think the yeah. one you actually yeah. probably used to a discount just because it's not the one oh one.
2: Yeah, so I mean it's it's tough. A lot of these two players are really good. I think they're players that we really liked, but I think that's what I'm going with. I'm gonna go with hold DK Metcalf, sell Travis Etienne, and buy the 102. That one was tough. Mike, I don't know what you're gonna do here. Let's I would love to hear it though.
0: I'm looking ahead to that. I think this one might be the hardest one on here and hats off to Bob for really giving us some critical thinking at mm-hmm. nine o'clock at night. Thanks, Bob. Um, <laughs> so for me, I'm going to buy DK Metcalf. and yes, he is getting just slightly up there in age, but still not anything terrible. Finished as the wide receiver 16 last year with Geno Smith, at quarterback, Geno Smith, you know, hats off to you. What was his comeback player of the year? I don't know what he was coming back from. Just being bad but still good for everyone involved. And there's a couple guys ahead of him. I could see him you know, bumping down a little bit here and there. Um, so I'm going to buy DK Metcalf, get some good longevity at the wide receiver position. I'm going to sell Travis Etienne, who's running back 17 last year. And then I'm going to hold the 102 and draft Jameer Gibbs in that spot to replace Travis Etienne. Or in the off chance that somebody drafts a quarterback at the 101, like, guess it's possible, right? The combine is going to happen next week. Obviously, the draft has not happened yet. You never know what people are going to do. So I'm thinking Jameer Gibbs, but if somehow Bijan Robinson felt to me, that wouldn't be the worst case scenario. So again, as a fringe playoff team, I'm buying DK Metcalf, selling Travis Etienne and holding the 102. Nate, what are you doing, Mr. Going for the 3 Pete? The good thing is these championships haven't gone to your head at all. What do you got?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm looking to go ahead and buy DK Metcalf for my championship roster. Um, Metcalf, I think, is a top five wide receiver honestly and he's being valued as like the wide receiver 12 or so. Mm-hmm. Um, Metcalf has continuously proven that he is one of the top wide receivers in fantasy football in the league. And he did it this year with Geno Smith, Geno Smith played really well, but we know that Geno Smith isn't a you know top top quarterback in the league that a lot of these other wide receivers who are top in the league have. Mm-hmm. And DK Metcalf is doing this with Geno Smith and the other players that they've, they've had over the past couple of years, Russell Wilson, not at his prime, you know, and been doing with Tyler Lockett across from him, DK Metcalf has a contract that's going to end up when he's 26 years old. He's going to hit the market peak age, hitting his prime. He's going to be able to choose where he wants to go. I think he's just set up to be a great dynasty asset, give you a wide receiver, one finish, over the next six years at least you know two or three times if not more and such a safe floor with DK Metcalf and he's gotten to the point where he's not as inconsistent week to week I think so Mm -hmm. I like DK Metcalf a lot I'm buying him he's undervalued all right and then I'm going to hold him to the 102 I'm going to hold him to the 102 I like Jameer Gibbs there Um, I like a quarterback there if I need a quarterback in this league Um, I think the 102 has a lot of value and then I'm going to sell Travis Etienne who I think has some upside but hasn't quite given me the consistency so far. And while I like him, if I'm going for the running back position, I'd rather just take Jameer Gibbs quite honestly and just reset the clock uh, at the running back position.
0: So it sounds like you and I, you know, the fringe playoff team and the um, going for the Quinn Pete. Because you're just gonna win so many championships. We're kind of on the same page there. So let's move on to the next one. This one's a little bit easier than the last one. Okay, Chev as a rebuilding team in Superflex, buy, sell, hold Michael Pittman, Chris Godman, Chris Godwin, forgive me, or the 107. <laughs> what are you doing, Chev?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna sell Chris Godwin. Um, worried about Tom's not gonna be there next year. Who knows what that team's gonna look like? I'm really hoping he gets traded to somewhere. Uh, that can use his abilities. I mean, Kyle Trask, who knows, could be the guy there. Maybe he's going to slay to him a lot. <laughs> but I'm i am I'm not really willing to have Chris Goblin on my rebuilding team. I'd rather just get what I can now and go away from it. I am going to hold on to the 107, and I'm going to buy Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman last year had over 99 catches. He had the least amount of fantasy points for a wide receiver to ever get that, make, or to get that catch a rate. 99 catches, least amount of points. I don't see that happening again. Now would be the time to go grab him. I think they're going to upgrade their QB. Obviously, they're going to get somebody in the draft, I imagine. Or they're going to go out and get another good veteran. Uh, I mean, they're not going to wait anymore. They're not going to keep picking up these Matt Ryans and Carson Wentz. So that's what I'm going to do there. I'm going to buy Michael Pittman, sell Chris Godwin, and hold on to the 107.
0: I mean, let's not forget, Michael Pittman also at some point in time had Sam Ellinger throwing to him, so curves yeah. up for Michael Pittman. All right, so for me as a fringe playoff team, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take a shot. The low value on Chris Godwin because of the unknown with Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask, mm-hmm. hey, you want to throw like a late round pick on Kyle Trask right now? It could pay off. He's been sitting on people's taxi squads for a few years, or he's on waivers. Can't hurt. Uh, I'm going to sell the 107. You know that middle middle of the round is not a great place to be if you're. You know, you want to sneak into the playoffs, so I'd try to either move back and get more draft capital, or I would try to sell some things off and move up and get the player that I think helps take me to the next level. I'm going to go in and I'm going to hold Michael Pittman. For the same reasons that you said, Chev. I think that he, they get better quarterback play. Shane Steichen's going to come in. They're going to run a really efficient offense. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to shine, and I think that their star wide receiver, which should be Michael Pittman, he's going to shine too. I mean, look, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, both had really good years in Philadelphia. So I think Michael Pittman can as well. And um, let's go to the egotistical maniac of a champion. Nate, what are you doing in this scenario?
1: Yeah, you know, championship team here. And I'm going to go ahead and buy Michael Pittman. I think he's being undervalued as well at wide receiver. Um, Colts don't have a quarterback at the moment, but whatever rookie quarterback they bring in, they're going to pepper Michael Pittman with targets. I think he's still going to be a good piece for fantasy football. He's not going to be a wide receiver one with a rookie quarterback, but I expect him to be a top 24 wide receiver. And I think, you know, the upside after that that he brings is going to be really exciting with a young uh, rookie quarterback that works out. So after buying Michael Pittman, I'm going to hold him to the one Oh seven. I think that's a great spot for me to actually pick up maybe some falling value from the top half of the first Mm -hmm. round or at worst, um, you know, pick up maybe that, Tank Bigsby, if he gets good draft capital, maybe I get one of the wide receivers that's still around. Or maybe if we get a lot of quarterbacks picked in the first round, I can still pick up some talent at the 107. So I think that's a good spot actually for my team because I can continue to bring some youth into my team, but not to pay too much for it and you know get a player that I don't have to rely on right away, but still has upside. So I think that fits my team well. And I'm going to go ahead and sell Chris Godwin unless Mike Evans gets traded, I don't think Chris Godwin is going to help me a lot in this coming year to go for my three Pete. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to Chris Godwin to somebody else. Who's going to be more willing to take on that quarterback situation. And what I think is going to be a, maybe a lack of fantasy production, you know, he might be a wide receiver three this year, but he's still being valued, um, you know, around that top 24 wide receiver mark.
0: I'm curious. When did we decide that you were a back-to-back champion? Because I thought you were just the champion. No one said that you had won two in a row. <laughs>
1: It didn't say I haven't. can point.
0: Well, That's fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next scenario. Buy, sell, hold. Chev is a rebuilder. We have Damian Pierce, Rashad Bateman, or 110. What are you doing here?
2: Yeah, I'm going to sell Damian Pierce. I know he's a young running back, but we've seen what happens with running backs that are drafted a little bit later in the draft they're gonna draft another running back, or they're gonna bring in another running back, and Damian Pierce is gonna lose some touches. He had a great year, but I'm not looking forward to that. I'm, I'm rebuilding. I gotta find other talent that as a wide receiver, QB, and super flex that I can build with that are young, talented. Running backs are not gonna help me at this point. Uh, Rashad Bateman, I am going to buy. I think honestly with. The way that he is being perceived injured, injury prone just hasn't been on the field. Who knows if Lamar is going to be there? I think I can get him cheaper than the 110. So that's why I'm going to hold the 110 here. I like Rashad Bateman. I mean, he reminded me of a light Michael Thomas. I think he has that kind of game where he can get those quick short routes and be just fine in the NFL. Now we just have to see it in motion. Now we have to see him actually play and be in the game. I'm hoping Lamar comes back. I think it helps his value. I just really hope he can stay healthy. That's all That's all it really comes down to for me.
0: Well, Chev, it looks like in this case, you and I are on the same footing here. So for me, I'm buying Rashad Bateman, and you're right. I did do an um, audit recently where the guy we were doing the audit for, he just got Rashad Bateman for the 201. So you're absolutely right. You can get him cheaper than the 110 right now. And that's one of those low-risk, super-high-reward possibilities yeah. here. So, I'm going to go ahead and buy Rashad Bateman. I'm going to sell Damian Pierce. I just, I like Damian Pierce, but the Houston Texans could just as easily move on from him. It was a fourth round picks. We saw what happened to Michael Carter with the Jets. All right. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hold on to the 110 in this situation. I understand that I just sold the 107. Get it. But this is a different scenario. So, I'm going to hold the 110. And yeah, maybe something good will fall to me there. Again. Holding it for now, can always move it later. And uh going on the three Pete, Nate, what are you doing in this situation?
1: Yeah, on my championship run in the playoffs, you know, Damian Pierce really didn't help me out that much. Um, so I'm I'm gonna sell Damian Pierce. I'm gonna do the exact same thing you guys are doing, actually. I'm gonna sell Damian Pierce, who hmm. I mean, hey, we haven't we haven't had the full prophecy yet, but starting to feel really validated here. All right. And then I'm going to hold on to the 110 because I think that's a, a nice pick there at the back end of the first half, in the back end of the first round. You know, I think that I just love the first round this year. I think there's a ton of talent all the way through. So I'm holding on to that pick. And then I'm buying Rashad Bateman for the same reason you guys are. He's cheap right now, and I think he brings upside, unless the Ravens bring in, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, which there's a chance that happens. But even with that, I think Rashad Bateman still could play pretty well and put up, uh, you know, good wide receiver three high flex numbers for you. So I think he's a guy that you can get with a second round pick right now. And with that kind of upside and maybe even upside above that, if they don't bring in somebody, I think there's just a lot to like there.
2: And I like Damian Pierce, but like, we have to just think like Rex Burkhead was the backup last year. Like there's going to be better talent coming in. That's, that's just all we're saying. I like him. For sure. I just see, I see the sea of writing on the wall where they could go get another guy and You know, he's gone. And we lost all our value here. We might as well get it while we can. Sometimes with these running backs, you got to get it done early rather than wait for the the late drop off.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of good free agents too. There's a good I don't know what the Texans cap situation is, but they could choose to add somebody in free agency. Maybe they give Miles Sanders a better deal than he would get in in Philadelphia. And who are you gonna put on the field to fear the Texans? Miles Sanders or Damian Pierce? Miles Sanders is a better back. He just is at this point in his career. There's nothing against Damian Pierce. That's just me being honest. There's gonna be a lot of guys out there that are available that I mean they could sign Jamal Williams, probably cheaper than they could sign Miles Sanders. And Jamal Williams had a fantastic year. He hit 17 touchdowns last year. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm ready to move on from Damian Pierce, Nate. I love it. I love that you know this is a situation where sometimes the right answer for three different scenarios is the same exact thing. Okay, so let's move on to the last one. I kind of feel like Bob made this just for me. I don't know why. <laughs> but, Chev, we're going to start with you as the rebuilder, buy, sell, hold. I think- Isaiah Pacheco, Tyler Algier, the 210.
1: Just to be fair, I think Bob made the last one for me. Rashad Bob. Bateman and Damian Pierce.
0: Oh, the you mean scenario yeah, four? That yeah, that was for you. For sure.
1: That was for me. Me and Zach, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to
0: see you guys uh, come to blows about it. But, um, Chef, what, what are you doing? Uh, Buy, sell, hold, superflex again, as it's been throughout the whole episode. Pacheco, Algier, and the two ten.
2: By the way, I am the Rebuilder because I suck at fantasy football. But <laughs> I'm going to be selling the two ten. I don't know how much value is going to be there. I want to try to sell it now and maybe move up to get a higher pick at this point. Move on from it. Uh, I'm going to. Hold on to Isaiah Pacheco. I think there is a a chance that he could be getting some good play next year with the Chiefs. Uh, I think he showed off his talents pretty well, especially being a late-round pick. I think he did a good job with what he was given. I mean, he won a championship, so I think he's good for another year. Tyler Algier, that means I'm buying him. You know, he had had a good year. I mean, I don't know exactly his stats, but, you know, he played well on an Atlanta team that – you know, didn't really have much to talk about. I mean, Drake London had an okay year. Kyle Pitts got injured. Uh, Marcus Mariota didn't show up to the last four games or something like that. So just a bad year for Atlanta. I'm sure they go and get some running back in this draft, but I think Tyler Algier is a guy that you can buy pretty cheap at the moment. And I, I, think, he, I think he's got a good chance to have a little
1: run in that offense next year. Yeah, quietly had over a 1,000 yards. Exactly.
0: I'm going to tell you what these guys did and what I'm going to do. So, Shev, I'm going to differ from you a little bit. I'm going to buy Tyler Algier, and here's why. I can get him cheaper than what I can get Isaiah Pacheco for right now. So I'm going to sell Isaiah Pacheco. Algier, running back 29 on the season. 1,035 rushing yards and five touchdowns. A very quiet 1,000-yard season for Tyler Algier. 17 catches, 139 yards, and one touchdown. Isaiah Pacheco running back 37 on the year, but hey, recency bias. He did just win a championship, 830 yards on the ground, four touchdowns, 14 catches, 130 yards, zero touchdowns through the air. All right, so Tyler Algier, a little bit better. Cordell Patterson it's going to be aging a little bit. Let's not forget, Jarek McKinnon looked pretty good at times. He's going to take some snaps away from Isaiah Pacheco. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to hold the 210. So again, I'm buying Algier. Cheaper, better stats last year. They're going to need him. I'm going to sell Pacheco because I think I could get more. And the Chiefs don't need him as much as the Falcons are going to need Tyler Algier. Marcus Mariota, a free agent as of today, by the way. And I'm holding on to the 210. All right. All right. Mr. Champion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So every single inch of it. (laughs) That's how it went. That's how it went. And I won two times in a row going for the three-peat now. Pacheco Algier, these guys helped me out, man. They got they got sentimental value now, but not only that, but I think they're both going to have a role next year, and they're both worth a lot more than the two ten to me. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to go and buy Tyler Algier. Uh, same reason uh, you said, Mike. You know I think he's cheaper than Isaiah Pacheco right now, and I do like his long-term value. Maybe just a little bit more than Pacheco because I think he has a better chance of keeping his job than uh, Pacheco does. But at the same time, I think there's also a better chance that Tyler Algier gets completely wiped off the map than there is Isaiah Pacheco gets completely wiped off the map. Mm -hmm. So a little bit of a a balancing act there. But then I'm going to hold on to Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, He helped me win this year. I think he's going to help me win games next year. I'm going to hold on to him. No reason to sell him right now, especially with my other options, the 210. I don't think I can get a lot for it right now, but I don't think this is really going to help out my team. And I'd rather just go ahead and move on from it. Let's see if I can – Maybe pick up a 2024 20, second, you know, okay. because my team is getting older. You know, it's important to make the moves to win next year. You know, I want to be competitive every year. And that's why I'm holding on to Pacheco. I'm buying Algier, but I'm going to take my late second round pick here. I'm going to just trade it for a random 2024 20, second because at this point, there's a better chance it's a better pick next year. And my team's getting older. So I got to think about, hey, what's going to the future what's the future going to look like for my team and i like the 2024 class a lot i know we say that like every year but just like this year i think the talent's going to extend into the beginning of the second round so if you move this 210 into next year's 203 204 you're going to be happy you did that for
0: sure i also did see on uh, one of our youtube videos recently i can't remember if it was today or yesterday somebody said the 2023 class isn't good that's not true I mean, it has some deficiencies, but I think overall it's a pretty solid class. I have no complaints about it. Good running backs in here. The quarterbacks leave a little bit to be desired. That's next year. Um, you know. But I don't hate it. You know what else I don't hate? Well, all of our fantastic sponsors that you can go ahead and check out in the links below. We got uh, Patreon, like we talked about before. Not necessarily a sponsor. You can definitely come support the brand. We got SeatGeek. Save some money when you want to go to a sporting event. You get $20 off your first purchase. And we have Dr. Squatch. So you smell good when, after you take a shower. It's fantastic. It's great. Get a bundle for your grundle. So until next time, everybody, for Shev and Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening.